Hey, Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs postgame show podcast. Luke Stuckmar, Cody Del Mendo in the Losers Lounge. Ugh, why do you we call it that? Studio B after a 6-2 loss to the Brewers in the series opener against first place Milwaukee. The Cubs lay an egg, specifically Jameis Tyone, but it wasn't all his fault. A lot of it, Cody, goes on his fault. We'll get to all the other things that went wrong. But obviously, the headline is Tyone gives up five runs in the first two innings, four earned. You can't start the game off like that. The leadoff home, the leadoff home run was enough for me to know this isn't going to go well. Yeah, I was just looking up because, like, I feel some sort of cool breeze coming down. I'm assuming the AC is actually working well in here. Huh? That, my friends, is the good news. That the AC is working? That, that it's not unbearably hot in I'll here. tell you what I thought it was. I <laughs> felt that cool air coming in just now, and I thought, hell has frozen over. Cody's going to be positive after this devastating loss. I mean, I did say that. <laughs> uh, I, I guess it's just because I've read enough negative tweets in CHO Cubs mentions and my own mentions. I mean, again, it's big of me to run our Twitter account on top of my Twitter account. Right. And I even run the CHO Sports Twitter account sometimes. Credit whenever, to you. Whenever I'm, you know, when credit no one else you. wants to run it. Right. Uh, you know, cr- you. credit to me. Very big of me to do so. And sometimes I'll reply to your tweets with sarcasm and clap back just because y'all just like to yell at me all the time. But I don't blame y'all for yelling at me tonight. I guess that y'all have yelled at me enough to where it's like, you said everything I basically already feel, so I might as well be positive for you. Give you a nice little silver lining. Um, and we will get to that. But, yeah, Jameson Tyone tonight was not great. Obviously, the first two innings, he was better as the game went along. I went into the, 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 the CSO Cubs Slack channel, started asking pitch doctor Brennan Miller. Yeah, who wants to, by the way, do a uh, bleach bag? He wants Let's to not ble- encourage that to anybody. <laughs> I do not there. encourage that. Uh, I started asking him questions like, why did he? Why, why does he always suck early but then get better as the yeah. game goes on? Which is what happened because he still right. went six innings tonight. Explain it to me like I'm five years old. I didn't say that in the Slack He channel, always wants to try that fastball early in the game. Yeah. It's That's the, the problem. It is the fastball. He cannot. Well, he whether, wants, he always, he knows it's the key to him actually being good. Yeah. So every game he sees, seems to try that fastball early on in every game. It doesn't seem to work. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. It's, I get, I get the frustration with Tyone for the entire season. Obviously, the first half of the year was not great. He ended the first half with a great start against the Yankees. And since then, he's been pretty good. Uh, or at least good enough to keep the Cubs in the game. Tonight, he reverted back to how he pitched the first three months of the year. Giving up four runs in the first and then another run in the second inning. That, that was a lot of what we saw in the first half of the season. At least... Over the stretch before this start, he had kept the Cubs in the game. At least he had been doing that. And, yeah, when you go up against a team like Milwaukee, who, listen, they've now won nine in a row. They were playing really good baseball. I still feel the same about them before the winning streak uh, as I do now. Uh, they, they They are a hot and cold team. They have shown that for years. Um, but 
I guess for me, him reverting back to how he pitched, it would at least from the eye test, it just looked like a lot of what we saw in the first half of the season tonight, just not giving the Cubs a chance to win. You the offense was bad tonight, but when you put your you put the team down five runs in the first two innings, it's it's kind of demoralizing. No, no matter if you are at home, no matter if you're in it's this not playoff impossible, right? It's not impossible, it's not but impossible. it's nearly impossible to right. come back. From Sometimes five you can. Two it depends on the type of pitch you're going not up often. against. Wade Miley, we saw him last year. He did a lot of what he did for the Cubs last year in the few starts he pitched in. Uh, he's a ground ball pitcher, gets a lot of soft contact, and that's literally all he did all night. He was not overpowering. He just got ground balls and you know forced, you know. Forced a lot of bad at bats, honestly. And so I'll give Wade Miley credit for pitching a good game. I don't like, yeah, the offense needs to be better. It, it was better the last two days, scoring 10 runs in two consecutive games, only two runs tonight, two homers, but five hits won't get it done in a I game think, that you might as well consider playoff yeah. type game. Right. So I, I, again, I, I do give Wade Miley credit for most of this game as far as slowing down the Cubs offense, but it, it all boils down to Tyone just wasn't good enough tonight. And, it, I thought it was, I thought it was good to see him at least be able to go six to save the bullpen. Smiley comes in, looked like he was going to get out of the inning, gives up a run. So I'm just whatever. I guess I don't, I don't mind that they brought him in in a five to two game just because you're already losing anyway. Um, and the rest of the bullpen was pretty good the rest of the way. So, um, and you didn't use any of your high leverage arms. So that's that's the one positive. There's a lot of negatives, uh, obviously. I mean, you didn't even have to – the ninth inning wasn't even competitive enough to where they were forced – where Craig Council felt like he needed to get Devin Williams up and warming up. Uh, it's it's going to be a tough task these next two days, no doubt. There's definitely – it's definitely going to be a tough task. But this team's faced adversity all season, man. I'm not – I'm not – I'm not going to scream into the abyss and say the season's over or – bitch and complain, not have a backbone. Like, this team has faced adversity all season. I feel good with Justin Steele tomorrow. That's where I stand. I think I, I think Cody Del Mendo just, he just grew up right before our eyes. <laughs> he just matured right before our eyes. He, he went from a guy who would have been just near inconsolable a year ago. To now, the positivity has crept into his mind where he's like, oh, listen, we could. You not, listen, I, I we haven't had a game. People are saying before the, before the show started, it's the biggest game of the season. Well, tomorrow will become the biggest game of the season. <laughs> I understand that. But tonight, this was the biggest game they've played since like 2019. Yeah. So that, that part of it is disappointing. Mm -hmm. The Brewers have now won Agree. nine straight games. Against some playoff teams, too, mind you. They're playing really good baseball, and I'm going to give them some credit. Tyone, I don't know what they can do to get the fastball right. But, it, but until he gets the fastball right, how many pitchers can you even name that if their fastball, I'm not saying like the guy has to be throwing 98, but if they don't at least have control of their fastball or can't work off their fastball or sprinkle in their fastball, how many major league pitchers can be successful? Yeah. I would say almost zero. Like uh, somebody that can't throw a fastball without getting hit out, like it's just it's not moving and it's hanging out over the plate. Not yeah. a good recipe. You don't have control of it and it's not moving. So 
he knows there's a struggle with it. The offense wasn't great. The defense was bad, except for Nick Madrigal. <laughs> and we'll get to Nick Leather in it, a second. It was it was the Nicky Leather game, for sure. I see a lot of people in the live chat. Thanks to everybody who's joining uh, in the, the live like YouTube chat. Hit the like button and please subscribe to the CHGO Sports uh, YouTube page. Best way to enjoy everything we're doing. And, uh, 137 watching, 17 likes. Make that make sense. Yeah. And, and let's, you know, I thought there'd be more angry people after this. I can't tell if people are just I think people are fed angry. up and don't want to talk about it. I, I do see a lot of people saying, uh, Brendan agrees with me. <laughs> I, I feel honored. Um, <laughs> I see a lot of people I saying fire Ross, starting with David Collada, <laughs> the godfather of the CHGO sports podcast and the CHGO Cubs podcast. Um, he says we stinks, but a lot of people saying fire David Ross. This is Ross's fault. Yeah, uh, I don't see is how that, it's Ross's Is that based fault. on the lineup you didn't like that came up with five hits, although one of them was a wisdom home run, or is that just based on when things go wrong, it's was it's Ross's fault? I'm not defending Ross. There's been plenty of games in my mind that you could blame on David Ross, in, but in this one, five runs were already scored off Tyone before the second inning was over. So yeah. that that was. That was damning. I have a, I'd asked you this question, and we debated it a little bit on the couch, and I'm just curious how insane it is. Now looking back on things, would you rather have signed Drew Smiley for two years, $19 million, or Wade Miley for one year, $4.5 million? Did they sign the wrong guy? I don't, I don't think so. Both have injury problems. Yeah. Both showed some good last year when they were healthy. He Miley obviously has been better than Smiley this year, but and, and way cheaper, and way cheaper obviously. But I don't know, man. Miley barely pitched last year. At least I know Smiley was hurt for like a month last year, but he did pitch. And so, like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna grill the front office for deciding on Drew Smiley over Wade Miley with the pitching prospects that they have coming up, and all of us excited about Jordan Wicks and watching the Ass Man the last two days. All right, or not the last, well, those two, the last two. Yeah, days. I'm just saying that in an apples for apples scenario. In one hindsight, guy has, yes. One guy's had a better season, is a shorter term contract. I, I, listen, I would have been okay if you could have convinced both of them to sign. Because it would have been good for the depth. Look at, yeah. look at the depth you don't have. You thought you had Adrian Sampson. Boy, it would have been nice if you could have convinced one of those veteran guys that there was room for them in the rotation and that you were going to go... Six yeah. deep, but the problem is Wesneski pitched great. But even before that, you thought Wesneski might be a starter this season. Yeah, and if it wasn't Wesneski, you thought Sampson might be a starter this season, and turned out neither was a starter really this season. Yeah, or not a successful starter this season. Well, the thing is, is I still think the Cubs have some idea of him being a starter eventually. Sure, um, but. Yeah, I mean the idea of going into t this season. With Steele, Stroman, Tyone, Smiley, and Wesneski, with Hendricks coming back eventually, which would probably push, uh, which would have pushed out um, probably Wesneski or Smiley eventually, uh, was kind of like the idea from all of us coming into the season. So if it would have been Miley instead of Smiley, I mean, I guess you would have been better off just based off what we've seen. But again, like, if they didn't have the pitching, 
prospects they had coming up, then, yeah, I guess I'd be a little bit more angry about it. But I, I it's – it's not something that bothers me. It's not It's not their biggest mistake. You did get some really good starts out of Smiley. You, the hope would have been that by the time his stuff started to slow yeah. down or he started to wear down because he doesn't have this kind of... And I like I like Levi underscore You would hope the young TVs. guys would have picked it up a little more. Yeah. They've, a couple of them have now. I like Levi's comment here. He says, if you would ask that question in late May, early June, everyone would have said Smiley was the better deal. And he's correct. Like April I, and May were, were great for Smiley. And yeah. you have to remember that Smiley, if Smiley didn't pitch like he did in the first two months of the year, this team would have a handful more losses just because Tyone was so bad in those first two months. Smiley picked up Tyone's bad start in so many ways, even though the team was like a barely a 500 team and was under 500 for most of the first half of the year, especially after April ended, they're like again. I know Smiley has been bad these last few months, and there's a reason he's in the bullpen now. But I, I, I again, I just think it's arguing about or not arguing, but debating on whether if you should have bring in. Miley, or you should assign Miley instead of Smiley. Is it's only because Miley pitched tonight, and you have to watch it. Like, had yeah. I, if you'd asked me the question in the off season, I would have said sign Smiley. Now, what potentially could be a three-year contract for Smiley? Miley's been a more productive starting pitcher, mm. but I just would have liked to seen both of them. I mean, yeah. in reality, for the depth, off season signing sure. that's not working out is not Drew Smiley. It's Tyone. It's Tyone so far. For a most Until they part. can get... Now, for a full Tyone's season. a guy yeah. that we talked about in the offseason. We said, listen, this guy has the stuff. We've yeah. seen some of it with the Yankees, and now they think they've got him in the pitch lab with the Cubs. This guy is the kind of stuff that it wouldn't surprise me. He could be the ace of this staff. We really did We said the like ace that. of this staff. Yeah. Now, in reality, when you look at it, we'll talk about who your number two starter is in the next segment. But it, it, it isn't Tyone, I'll tell you that. Not, not this season, it's not. So yeah. the only other thing that I thought was positive about this game wasn't the wisdom homer. It wasn't that they were still within four going into the ninth. It wasn't that they didn't burn five guys in the bullpen, although that was nice. Hap that, hit a homer, too. Yeah, and it, it was nice that at least Tyone was able to not totally melt the bullpen down by going six innings. By by figuring out that he needed to go with soft stuff and off-speed stuff, he was able to somewhat save the bullpen from a disastrous night for the rest of the series. And then leading up to teams that you're going to try and beat uh, for the wild card as well. Yep. But the po- the other positive I saw up there is we were watching the Sox games. Nick Madrigal plays good defense. I, I don't know how to say it. He Guy played good third base. You're not going to have Horner and Swanson look like they did up the middle very often today. Ooh. But Nick Madrigal, I think we need to start selling the shirts. Nick mm. Leather. Nicky Leather. Nick Leather, and it's ma- it's a Madrigal silhouette, but you can tell it's clearly leather. <laughs> all leather. Yeah, I mean. Nick Leather. All the people that wanted him gone in DFA. Not me, of course. <laughs> I... I will put my hand up, and I remember when they sent him to Iowa, I was like, this is the last time we'll see Nick Madrigal in a Cubs uniform. Yeah. Credit to me for admitting that I am wrong, or I was wrong. Uh, A lot of you wouldn't do that. 
so, but I've given him all the credit since he's came back from Iowa. And and you still might not like him on this team. That's okay. I would say this. I just think he's... Since a, coming back from Iowa, at the very least, he has helped you win yeah. ball games. Yes. And he also has improved his value to where you could move him in the offseason if you sure. want him. Because some team will see value if you don't. The reason that I like, I've liked him since he came back from Iowa, for the most part, is that the Cubs have used him in a role that I like him in. And that what is that, you may ask, Luke? What is as it, a Cody? utility player, Utes. as a guy who's on the bench, and you bring you you start him in certain matchups that you like him in, and he comes in for defense every now and then. And you can pinch hit with him. He's not starting every day at third. He played third tonight because they put Bellinger out in center and Candy at first, and they bench Talkman. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and he has excelled in the role that they have asked him or that they've put him in. He did not do well with the role they put him in to start the year, and it wasn't even because he was playing bad defense at third. He just wasn't hitting tonight. No one hit, really. Um, but for the most part, since coming back from Iowa, he has hit for the Cubs. And so, you know, yeah, I feel better about Magical than I did, you know, four months ago. So I think I think he's more likely to stay on this team and be a bench player. Uh I, I still don't think he's an everyday guy, but he's a guy that you can slot in if an injury happens, and you could probably get quality at bats out of um, for a long period of time if something drastic happens. Pinch hit, you're looking for contact? Yeah. Like, again, he's he's played well in the role. I just... I do believe thinks, there's a roster. There, any, is a, there is a spot yeah. on the roster. He Anyone who thinks he's more than that, I mean... I just, give, I just give him credit for learning to play third base. Yes. This guy saw his career and was like, hmm, I don't like the way this is trending. Mm-hmm. I need to do something. They told me to learn how to play third base, and he worked his butt off in the offseason, and I saw a play today that I don't think a lot of third basemen in the major leagues make today. Yeah. I called over the Sox guys, and they were like, jaws on the floor. They couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, do I, do, give him, I, I do give him credit for that. I do love the defense at third from him. It's... It's genuinely unbelievable. You were told, like, we again, we were making jokes going into Cubs convention about how this guy, or is he going to be able to get the ball past the pitcher's mound? <laughs> like, I'm just saying, like, credit to him. Uh, he's made the most of the opportunity. And, uh, you know, his career was on the line on a, almost in a way coming into the year considering he was hurt all of last year. So to see him you know, play his role role well this year, um, or at least in the since since June, uh, you know, that's it's good to see. So I, I like him as a utility bench player type role moving forward, and you know, as a guy who can play some second base or some third base for you uh, down when you need it. So, but obviously, I think the better lineup the Cubs put out there is. Candy at third, Bellinger in center or at first, and if you can get Talkman in there, uh, DH or in center. Uh, also, they they need to get Morel. They need to get Morel going again too. I I the the offense played well over the weekend, so you didn't really miss Morel. But like, and he didn't play tonight, but he struggled in August. And I don't oh, care. I don't yeah. care. I don't care what anyone says. The guy has been one of the best players on the team. He has one of the highest OPSs in the league. 
or not the league on the team this year, and like they they got to get they got to get him out of the slump, man. And he's shown that he can do that before. And I think if they get him figured out, get and get him going again to go with you know say as a resurgence and Bellinger and Candy and you know Nico and Swanson. And then hopefully Hap continues to play as good as he has the last handful of days. I feel I feel good about the offense if you can get those guys going. And obviously, and we'll talk about it in the second segment a lot more probably, but PCA coming up, yeah. maybe providing a spark. And then, again, like Madrigal being a guy off the bench who can provide something for you. Wisdom hitting the home run tonight. No one likes seeing him in the lineup. I didn't mind seeing him in there in the lineup with as a DH. But he hit a home run tonight. Like, that's all you're asking him to do, honestly. So we, we can only hope that the time off, I said in pregame, works for Morrell like it did for Seiya Suzuki. Or at least it looks like. Now, over tonight, so his 10-game hitting streak comes to an end. But he's he's looked yeah. much better since coming back. It right. looks like he was rejuvenated, figured some things out. Maybe that can happen to Morrell. Right. Just reset and go on one of his. Listen, Morrell's going to be a streaky hitter. Mm-hmm. And so if he's in the slump now, then maybe the last part of the season, the last couple of weeks, he can be as red hot as he was when he first was called up to the big leagues this season and went on a tear of, you know, hitting home runs like they were nothing. So that's that's what you're sort of hoping for is lightning in a bottle out of Morrell. Uh, more to come. We are going to talk about PCA. We are going to talk about the rest of this series. But we do also want to talk and tell you about Hey, college football fans, you ready for week one? DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook is hooking you up with a can't-miss offer to start the season strong. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Anything can happen in college football. Your team can go unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years. Change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock are the great offers from DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook. Life's more fun when you're in on the action. Download the DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook app right now. Use the code CHGO. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just 5 bucks on college football. Only on DraftKings at Casino Queen Sportsbook with the code CHGO. Again, the code CHGO. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling, and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. That's one 800 426-2537, 21 and older, Illinois only. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Got to get in on that. That's how I won all my money in the Super Bowl, those bonus bets, baby. Mm, yes, week one's finally here this week. I love, and what I mean by love, I... I'm going to think about it for a few more days. But right now, I love Minnesota minus 7.5 against Nebraska. Or the under, just because it's Big Ten. And you know how Big Ten football is. Just punts and defense and <laughs> grit. So, uh, perhaps you can go to that game. Or if you want to go to Cincinnati this weekend. Or maybe you're going to, you want to go to Cubs Brewers tomorrow. Nebraska's got the new coach this year, too. They do right? have the yeah. new coach, yes. You want to go to any of these games that we're talking about? Perhaps use Game Time, guys. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last minute 
Tickets and their best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, game time is uh, it's one of the best, Luke. You, oh, yeah, it is. It's the it place is the for best. last minute ticket deals. All right. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The game time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps in your set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account and use code CHGO for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem with code CHGO for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price. Guaranteed. 150 people in the chat. Only 44 likes. Make that make sense, folks. We're all here for the therapy session. At least hit the like button for the therapy session. Okay, big of us to come here and do this. At least... Send some appreciation by hitting the like button. Thank you. There will be no celebratory beer bat tonight. Yeah, Brewers no. handily take this first game. It's disappointing to start the series that way. Um, tomorrow, Justin Steele takes them out. And after that, Kyle Hendricks. And here's my thing, Cody. I know it's about winning series. That would be great. You, uh, to me, you have to win these two games. Yeah. If you yeah. want to have any chance in the, in the division. division. Yeah, you could still, the wild card thing could still happen. But if you want to, listen, you're five games out now. Mm-hmm. You lose tomorrow, you're six games out. Yep. These all really count as two. So it's like, these, these are important games. I feel good with Steele on the mound. Who would have said going into this season, Steele's going to be a better pitcher than Corbin Burns? Would you have bought that? This no, is, and that that's not that's not anything against Justin Steele. Yeah, Burns has been spectacular, but Justin Steele has emerged as the ace of this staff. Yeah, and one of the Burns elite pitchers had, in baseball. I think Burns has spent some time on the IL too. Um, he's he's still real good. I would just argue that now going Tyone, we hoped was going to have ace like stuff this season. Mm-hmm. That hasn't developed. He can't get a feel for the fastball. It's not moving. He doesn't know what's wrong. It's midseason. He can't figure it out. It's after midseason. It's late in the season. Can't figure it out. I look back on the season now and I go, well, he wasn't here, but if I had to say two pitchers for the majority of the season, I'd say steal one, Hendricks two. Now, you could put Stroman in there, but he's injured. Right. So... And I love everything that the ass man is doing, and I like what I saw out of Wicks. But if you had to tell me right now who's your number one pitcher, who's your number two pitcher, I think you have him the next two games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Burns, I thought, would be very, very uh, much in the Cy Young race this year based off how his arbitration case went with Milwaukee Mm. before the season, in which, you know... News that came out basically said that, honestly, kind of signaled to me that maybe the Brewers were going to trade him because they didn't think they're going to be able to re-sign him. But here he is. Uh, He's made it through the deadline, and he's still a Brewer, something that I I honestly did not expect. I honestly thought they were going to trade him. I think it was just – 
maybe they learned from their mistakes of last year of trading Hater and um, whoever else they did. Um, that kind of led to their downfall down the stretch. But, yeah, no, Steele's been, you know, he's he's in, he's like, he's probably going to finish at least in top five Cy Young voting for sure. So, uh been everything I, everything you could ask for. I feel good about Steele going tomorrow. He had, over his career he's pitched well against Milwaukee. And again, like I I know the I know Yelich hit the homer off Tyone tonight. I know whoever the other guy was hit a, a homer off, but like I I I don't I just don't believe in this Brewers offense. So I, I feel good about Steele. Obviously, the one thing about Steele that has made me a little nervous over like in the second half of the season and I think a lot of this has to do with just this is a career high in in, innings for him Mm -hmm. is that he's given up more home runs in the it's like last eight starts or whatever so like I said about Tyone got to keep the ball in the ballpark um for steel um easier said than done obviously because this Brewers team is such a boomer bust offense in my opinion so I think that's key for him tomorrow, for sure. But I feel good about him, and I do I actually I do feel good about Hendricks going on Wednesday because he's been great against Milwaukee in his career too. Uh, Justin in the chat says nobody thought Tyone was a starter. I, actually, a lot of people. I'm not saying they thought he was a starter, but there was a lot of talk around the organization that they thought they were signing a guy that they thought they could unlock his potential, yeah. and he would have starter like stuff. He might. They didn't have him penciled in as the starter, but they thought they could get a diamond in the rough, a guy with decent numbers who never has really reached his potential, has had injury problems, and they thought the pitch lab could find something. He thought it was one of the reasons for coming here is he thought the pitch lab and the pitching coaches could unlock his true potential. Now, it hasn't happened this season. Obviously, it's a long deal, and it looks difficult now. It's got to be reset in the offseason because until he figures out the fastball, the rest of it's yeah. out of the way. But I'm just saying, Need it, to, get to me, it's Brendan. more about Hendrick, what Hendricks has been as opposed to what Tyone has not. What would you say, Joey? Let's get Brendan over here this summer. Pitch doctor. Get him yeah, in the lab. in the winter. Yeah. In the winter. You know? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's maybe I that's bet what Tommy Hadovy's got him on speed dial right now. Pitch doctor, are you there? Pitch doctor? Late at night, Hadovy's calling Brendan at 4 in the morning. Brennan, what are you seeing on the on the seam shifted wake? Just tell me. I think I don't know if Lawrence in the chat is talking about me or maybe he's referring to someone else, saying someone is always the optimist. I don't I, I don't know. I'm not always optimistic. I just I'm not no. I don't I just don't think tonight's game is the like yes, it was the biggest game since twenty nineteen when right, the Cardinals came. But tomorrow came. will be just in as terms big as of tonight. like in terms of like getting closer into the maybe into division race. But I think no matter what tonight, when the when I go to sleep tonight, the Cubs will still be in the top three of the wild card. And I've said this all year, man. Just get in, get in the dance. That's all. I, that's all I want is to for them to get in the dance, whether they win the division or not. Phillies didn't win the division last year. They went to the World Series. I, I don't care. Yeah, it'd be nice to win the division, get to trash talk all those those uh, inbreds up in freaking Milwaukee, for sure. In their stadium that's falling apart, even though it's only been around for like 20 years. Yeah, that place we flood, be, call it Wrigley North because they can't get any of their fans to go to. Yeah, that place. Uh, but listen, it's all about just getting the dance for me. 
and I, I'm not I'm not telling you how to fan or anything, but that's how you're going to fan. That's this how time. I'm fanning. I, I, it's not how you fanned last year. The it's 2015 Cubs. Year. The 2015 Cubs didn't win the division because the division was so good that year. They won like 97 games, 98 games, something like that, and they 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 won the wild card game and then beat the Cardinals in the NLDS and went to the NLCS. Like it's all about getting into the dance somehow, some way, and seeing what happens. To me, that's all it is. It's always what it's going to be. When the division is great, but it's Augie, not the the end goal. Like I don't know. No, I would agree. Augie's day says ease up on the caps lock, brah. Uh, there's a DFA tie on from Steve. <laughs> yeah. Let's DFA the guy that's on a four year contract and is due like another, I don't know, 50 million in the next three years. That makes all kinds of sense. Levi wants the DFA Steve, but is that me or is that, is that this Steve or is it that Steve? Uh, all right. Gary has been hounding us to talk Luke Little and P- PCA. What do you want to talk about Gary? You want to see them both up? I, I heard Jed Hoyer talking about PCA. He hasn't ruled him out, but they also haven't made that decision. He, he says he honestly has not made the decision on PCA just, just yet. Who hasn't? Jed Hoyer, said Jed he, Hoyer on the radio mm-hmm. said he has not. Uh, they haven't had the conversation and made up their minds. He said September 1st is not the specific date. Like They can do a lot of things. They haven't decided, but he plays major league outfield. They know, he, you know there's some upside to it. Do I think the next couple of games could impact that? Well, yeah, if you, if you totally fell out of the playoff race, that might impact what, what they decide they want to do. I just think that calling up PCA would have multiple benefits. One, if you call him up with a month to play, you can get a good, long, hard look at him and decide just exactly what your ceiling is for what you would offer Cody Bellinger in the offseason. Yeah. Because you're not going to pay Cody Bellinger the first baseman likely as much as you would pay Cody Bellinger the center fielder. Yeah. I. Although I, although personally I would. I personally mean, I would because that's where they need him. Right. I think that, I still think that PCA is going to, when he gets called up, he's going to be a guy off the bench more often than not. But. If guys struggle, if Mike Tockman continues to struggle, I know over his last like twenty games he hasn't been. Don't very doubt good. the Palatine Pounder. I'm not doubting the Palatine Pounder. It's still the summer of Mike Tockman, baby. He had an insane catch yesterday against the Pirates. All right, um, but if if he doesn't, you know, go on another hot stretch or whatever soon, I think that could lead to PCA getting more playing time once he gets the call up here in September. So. If that opens up a spot for him, and obviously the defense plays. He's an 80-grade defense uh, or or fielding, right? So Mm -hmm. he's going to get opportunities in the field. It's just I don't know how many at-bats he's going to get. So when you say give him a a good long look into how much you're going to pay – to go into how much you're going to pay Bellinger, I just don't think he's going to get enough at-bats to where that could – you could legitimately look at that and say – Okay, this is how much we're going to offer Bellinger because we we feel really good about this guy, right? Unless unless he came up and and played every day, play, just yeah. started playing and and, and I, having a major impact. Right. You might and look at him does, and say, "Wow, he great. did that. He did that already <laughs> against major right. league pitching." Okay, if he does that, great. I just again, you know he's going to be good I, in the field, right? If if they find a way to play him, they find a way to get him in the lineup every day. I. 
I assume it'd be in center field and they just play Bellinger at first every day and and put Candy at, at third on a like on a regular consistent basis. You know, I I guess that would be their move. Maybe you know, just kind of you know, I guess they would then probably DH Happer Suzuki if they want to get Talkman in there. You know, I I don't know. That that to me that that's if they really do want to play him every day, which I'm open to seeing it. I'm not against it, that's for sure. So uh Joe DiGiacomo with a super chat, four ninety nine. How many games does the Brewers offense have to own Cubs pitching before you believe in them, Cody? They are better than you think. Sucks, but true. And great fruit says that's easy to say when they've won nine in a row. What like they have one of the highest and they're now five and three in the season series, right? I believe. They I were four and three entering. And they they've been they've been as good or as bad as the Cubs all season until this nine game winning streak, man. Like I, I will believe it when they win a World Series. I guess like they they the Brewers fans look at their world look at their World Series as winning game one sixty three in twenty eighteen against the Cubs. Like no, and their ballpark's falling apart. I'm, I'm not I'm not I'm not believing in the Milwaukee Brewers. I'm sorry, I'm not I'm not believing in them. I, I don't even like when I when you talk about like being a World Series contender. I don't I don't believe the Cubs are a World Series contender this year. So don't say that I that I think that. I'm just saying that I don't think they're any better or any worse than the Cubs this year. They are the Cubs and the Brewers are about as even as it gets, and they showed that in that series in Milwaukee before the All Star break. They showed that in the in the the series in, that they played in April. Every single one of these games, except for tonight, which they only lost by four runs, it wasn't a complete blowout. Have been every single one of these games that they played with, against them this year have been close. Let's just see how the next two days go. Let's just see what happens, and maybe we'll yeah. maybe we'll find out. Uh, Grapefruit Super Chat says, "How do you all feel about Shohei's fit now?" I still like Shohei's fit, to be honest with you. I I, I, don't I know, know this. <laughs> cha- that I know this will change everything, but it will also change everything in that it it likely won't cost you as much. Yeah, the thing is, is like he's, he's not... St- he's still going to hit 40-some homers. But He still leads the majors in homers, right? Yeah, but... What don't you like about that? The fact that you're going to have to use him as a DH? Okay. You think he's going to... You think that he can be a starting pitcher long-term? I don't know, but I'm willing to take that chance. Right. Not for $600 million anymore, well, I'm not. Okay. That's what I'm asking because I I don't know if if his I, mean, Aaron, I don't know how much the price is coming Aaron, down. Aaron Judge isn't pitching and he's still getting paid. Yeah, that's true. Right, like maybe the price is more understandable now. And I'm not saying that I don't think he can't be a pitcher long term, but I think he's gonna have to have Tommy John again or something. He's sure, gonna, he's not sure sounds like it. Sure sounds like it. But hey, if he can still go out there and hit, great. It'd be awesome though if there was a way for him to. Listen, I don't know. Play the if field. You don't somehow think there's going to be a long-term. lot of teams interested in Shohei Otani, Tommy John surgery or not? You are wrong. I don't. I'm not I didn't saying say you that. do. No, I'm saying like say if if anybody out there doesn't think there's going to be teams mm-hmm. throwing money still at Shohei Otani, even with Tommy John surgery, yeah, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, they are. I still am in on Otani, but Bellinger has definitely moved to number one for me over Otani. Alex says he's still worth 400 mil as a hitter. I don't disagree. I don't, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. But I do think that the inability to play the field does impact the money. For sure it does. Yeah. Although there is the it's 
it is different in that you wouldn't be signing a guy that can't play the field. You're, you know what I mean? Like, it's just next season he can't, but I'm like, long. you're going to be signing this guy to a long-term deal. It's not like he can't play. There is the possibility he goes back to being one of the best pitchers. Mm-hmm. Because Tommy John, Tyone's a guy who's had it twice. I don't think, I don't think the Tommy John surgery has... Slowed and Barb says Stucky wanted to trade PCA for him. For straight up, I would still. <laughs> what do you mean? Yeah. Barb, Barb, come on. Yeah. Are they bringing Plezak back, Barb? I, <laughs> I just like, I'm, I'm. I would, I would like Bellinger. I. And, he's a good enough athlete that I think he could learn to play, that he could play the field long term too. So if the, if he does eventually get to a point where he can't be a pitcher and a, and a, like in a DH or whatever, then I, then maybe all that money would still make sense. I feel bad for the guy and I feel bad for baseball because like his injuries, like, like he, he's the, he's the greatest athlete I've ever seen. Amazing. Play baseball. And Amazing. like, it, like him going through this injury now, just sucks for the game. But I think that, uh, yeah, he's losing a lot of money now because of this this injury. I don't. I, I'm. Barb has voted curious. Stucky bum of the week, <laughs> saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a old radio bit. Um, there was another super chat I think from Chris, and I mean Chris. I agree with him. How would you not pay Bellinger the same, even if he played more first base? He's been a top five hitter still. I'd pay him just because his fielding is good. Wasn't he an all-star there? He was an all. He was a Gold Glover in right field. In right field. Um, yeah. I listen. I love him at first base. Mm. I think when teams build their roster, they don't put two hundred million dollars at first base anymore. Yeah, they put two hundred million dollars generally in center field. But you know, for me, the the hole on this team is at first base. Yeah. So if he can play both, and you can move PCA. From center to left, or, or Bellinger wants to go back to where he and can play some occasionally in right when Saya needs a what? A, yeah. Listen, I would give the guy two hundred million dollars. Yeah. I think he's going to get at least what Dansby Swanson got. Yeah, right. Don't you yeah. think? I I, I don't he's see how he doesn't there. get one hundred and seventy-seven million. I I'd be surprised if Bellinger doesn't get two hundred million dollars. So we'll yeah. we'll see how it all works out. Right now, I just hope he plays well against the Brewers the next two days. Yeah, because he didn't have a great night tonight, honestly. Um, did get a hit. Not too but. many guys in the Cubs offense really did. Uh, Cody, tell us about Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary, one of our I, proud sponsors. To get it past this loss, I might make a stop on the way home. A few uh, gummies, maybe a brownie. Yeah, I got to get, get myself right for tomorrow. Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer one-stop shop for all your cannabis needs, no matter where you are on your cannabis journey. Easy online ordering and in-store pickup, great transparent loyalty program known as Sunnyside Rewards, Illinois' favorite dispensary, uh, some of the favorites out there include Mindy's, the best tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by James Beard award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and Cresco Labs. You got ones like High Supply, which offers quality weed that's always available. 
Buds are ex- expertly grown, lab-tested, and available in vape carts, vape pens, flour, popcorn, shakes, pre-rolls, shorties, and concentrates. You got other ones. Uh, a lot more as well. Um, through August, head to sunnyside.shop and use code CHGO25 at checkout for 25% off your total order. One use per customer, not stackable. With other promotions, that's not only for new customers. Anyone can use our code Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Must be 21 plus or an Illinois med med card holder. I know Corey probably made a stop at Sunnyside before he went home after that loss. Most likely. Uh, He was at the ball game, as was Ryan Herrera, who's going to join us in just a couple seconds. Hey, Lewis University students just like you, just like us, full-time jobs, families, full-time sports fans. Go back to school and earn a respected degree at Lewis University, 35 miles Southwest of Chicago in Romeoville, ranked as one of U.S. News and World Report's top-tier colleges. Lewis partners with numerous employers for tuition discounts and offers evening, online, and blended formats to help you balance work, family, and education. Their faculty bring real-world experience, and they offer career support and academic resources for adult students. Maybe you're looking to complete your bachelor's or master's degree or enroll in a professional certificate program. Lewis has the right program for you. They offer several career-focused programs that'll set you up for success. Just going to highlight one for you real quick. Lewis has a program in computer science. Eight-week sessions can be completed in one year. Concentrations in software engineering, artificial intelligence, cybersecurity, digital forensics, enterprise and cloud computing discover how a degree from lewis can help you build a better world learn more at lewisu.edu slash you can do this you can do this you know what else you can do before you go to bed tonight you can dream about a cubs win tomorrow and you can also go to the chgo locker right now all chgo.com and check out the sick drip sale we have going on sick Sick drip sale, I said. Sick drip sale, $24 t-shirts. All t-shirts, $24, $24 at allchgo.com. T-shirts, $24, $24. $24, all t-shirts and hats, $24. $24, allchgo.com. We got a lot of new merch out there too, right? We got some new Bears merch out there. We got Sweet Emotion. We got Belly Bombs. Oh, you know we got Bedard shirts coming for the season. Lots of... Any T-shirt on there, 24 bones right now. 24. And, and they're comfy, by the way. Yeah, they're great. That one Cody's wearing, yeah. 24 bones. I like to wear Old mine to the hockey. office. I like to wear mine to the bar. I like to wear mine when I go work out. Like, they are the vibe, my friends. So uh, get on that. That's a great deal. And if you're, if you're signing for up the to, entire store. Yeah. If you're signing up to be a diehard, you get one free to boot Oh, every year. Yeah. So you can get a free one and then get one for $24 after Yes, yes. And you get 20% off that shirt because you're a diehard. That's right. God Boom. Damn. 24 bucks plus Look at 20. us. Oh, man. Who would have thought? Listen, I base, we just probably made you money. Yeah. The second best thing after hitting the lottery is probably the discounts we just gave you. Uh, you're welcome. It, Credit to us. Sir Ryan Herrera. Hold on, give me a second here. You he's know. almost ready. Joseph, he's been gone you know, for a few months. Exactly, he's, he's Cody. He is there. wearing a Hawaiian. Here we go, Ryan Herrera. Good to see you. No, it's not a Hawaiian. It is. Oh, it's the CHO, the Pins and Aces polo. Oh, yeah. Oh. I had to bust it out for the first game. 
Yeah, I, th- I was hoping Ryan, I knew you were out of town. I was hoping Ryan was going to make the golf outing, but I know he had a lot of big stuff going on. We, we, did a, we had a good time. <laughs> Joey and I instead represented the CHGO Cubs. Joey and I, Joey and I teed it up, Matt Shaysby and my buddy Jeremy, and we came in sixth place, mind you. And by the way, I'll have you Whoa, both Oh, we did? Yeah, sixth place. Nice. And, and I will let you know, Joey, tell him about the putt. 30-footer. Oh, Maybe 40-footer. Absolutely drilled one that we needed, too. It was like, I think he was either our third or fourth guy. We needed it. It was going to be a mulligan for us, for sure. Big bird. Yeah. Shaysby was concerned. He he thought it was too far for the mulligan. Stucky says, don't even worry about it. Comes in, sinks a massive putt. We had a mulligan to use. We had a mulligan to use because we had purchased one. And I said, hold my beer. Hold my beer. Yeah, it was really impressive, honestly. Boom, down Tiger, gave the fist pump like Al's a lie. And then... Uh, did you like record it? Was. No, I said to Joey, tweet that out. I'm like, did you get it? And he's like, no. Joey was no, on his phone most of the time. So it didn't uh, happen. Yeah, I was on my exactly. phone for a lot of the Joey day. Joey was on the phone a lot on the golf course. Yeah, I didn't know what was going. I didn't know if he was working deals. I didn't know if he was selling I was con- merch, I was, I designing was, merch. I was talking with Matt and Dave about Saturday plans... For content. So it's always the Bulls, guys. Mm-hmm. Always the no, Bulls. No, no. Always no. the Bulls, guys. And you know, I was looking up they weren't there to go. They weren't and there I to was Googling, I, I was Googling how to fix my tee shots. They were bad. They were really bad. They weren't good. Anyways. You were uh, our guy first before Bulls. I just right. point Well, actually, out. I did the first Bulls show ever on the first night oh, that we look launched. Look at so. Joey. I'm a, Dist- I'm a, no, a I'm, a, to the Brewers, I'm an equal member of all beats. I'm an equal member of all beats, and I Ryan? kept receipts here from the That's Cubs distancing. chat. All right, ask Ryan some questions. Okay, here. sorry. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, I'm a little salty now, sorry. Ryan, the big question, I guess, after the game is, how are they going to fix Tyone? What was said after the game? Do they have any ideas about what they can do and how they can use him? Yeah, I mean, well, I know Tyone really pointed to being just getting behind in the counts. I think both home runs he gave up were like 2-0 counts. Um, and that's obviously, but like, that's so the way I look at it is like, that's so much easier said than done. It's like, how are you able to do that? Like, that's the big question facing him this next few days until his next start and then facing the Cubs pitching staff and trying to figure that out because, uh, you know, as Ross said, uh, early on, the execution wasn't there. Um, you know, the, the pitch to Yelich wasn't, it was, it was a tough pitch to hit out and, and Yelich managed to do that, but I think it was Mark Canna or Kana, however you say his last name, that it was a 2-0, like, middle-middle pitch that he took out for that two-run home run. So you put a, you're not able to execute. You get a four-spot put up on you early in the game. Um, that's the story of the game. And so, like, Tyone points out, um, you know, needing to get ahead in the count, right? Maybe um, I think he uh, said something about just being kind of maybe a little too amped up um, early on in the game and like being, it being a shame that he had to, you know, give up a four spot. I took a four spot to get, to get him kind of to relax a little or, or kind of come down from that amp. It, it, I mean, it was a big game situation. He didn't come through and put the team in a, in a bind and put the team in a hole right away, um, not being able to execute. Uh, I guess the best thing Tyone did today was managing to get through six, saving most of the bullpen from having to pitch a long game. Um yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a good start from him. Obviously, now we're we're back to the drawing board with him as far as um, he had that nice stretch of games where he he was 
making it at least five, five and a third, five and two thirds, giving up fewer runs, had a few dominant outings there. Um, but now it's kind of looking more like Tyone of, of the beginning of the season. And that's not what the Cubs need right now. They definitely didn't need that tonight. And, you know, it wasn't just him, right? Like the offense put up two runs on, on solo home runs. And that was about it against Wade Miley and the Brewers bullpen. Um, yeah, bad game overall for sure. But Tyone, I mean, he owned it. Like he, he knows he's got to pitch better. Um, got things that they, that he wants to do better. And it's about, it's about execution, really. I, I think him and him and Ross both kind of pointed to that as like he wasn't executing early, and that's what bit him, um, and that's what he's got to be able to do. Well, do you you want to take a bow for your support of Nick Madrigal and and uh, Nick Leather the way he's uh, flashing leather these days? I mean, just just listen to me, right? Just I'm I've been right about it. I mean, <laughs> no, I. Uh, uh, you have to give him credit, Ryan. You have to give no, him totally. Everybody and, needs to give him credit for how hard he worked at what I thought he could never do. Yeah, and even I, like the biggest Nick Madrigal optimist on this, uh, on our podcast, I, I was surprised when I heard that they were trying to move him to third base, and I was even kind of skeptical of it. Is like how how well can he actually do at that position, considering the arm strength? He's been way better at third base than we've all would have thought we would get, have to give him credit for going into the season. I mean, he makes two nice plays. Jamer kind of helps him out a little bit on, on one of those throws. Uh, actually, a third nice play to get that line drive. I forgot what inning it was in. But, yeah, he's been good at third base. He's been hitting better. It's like he's kind of figured out his role, and he's carving that out and succeeding in it. And, you know, he's not going to be an everyday player on a championship team, in my opinion. But if he can be a guy that gets his couple starts a week – um, you know, hitting at the bottom of the lineup of playing good defense at third base or, you know, depending what happens with, with, you know, in the future, it could always be at second base again. Like you never really know, but um, that being said, it's like, he's carving out a, a little role for himself, a nice role that he's having success in. And yeah, like you said, you have to give him credit for that because going into the year, very few people saw a real big role for him on the team. And he's just kind of, He's, he's fit in. He's fit in. He's figuring out, he's figuring out how to fit in um, on this team right now. What they say about the rest of the series? I mean, obviously the next two games, uh, if, if we're talking specifically about the division race, mm-hmm. the next two games are uber important. Not that yeah. tonight wasn't. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, uh, considering you're now five games back in the division, these, these two games feel a lot more important now, especially after dropping the first one. Um, you know, talking to Dansby post game, and and again, a lot of these guys are veterans. They 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 kind of been there, done that, um, and they've it has seemed that they've been pretty good about you know washing away these bad games, moving on pretty quickly, and coming back to the park the next day, and um, trying to give themselves the best chance to win. You know, moving on after that night and and going from there. Talking to Dansby after the game, you know, he just basically said he's like we've. Like they, they've got a good brand of baseball. They just got to have, they have to play that their brand of baseball. They didn't do it tonight. Um, but they, but he feels like that they all know that and, and they are capable of so much more, you know, easy to say, right. They, they're the ones that have to come back and execute tomorrow um, to, you know, got, they got and, and Wednesday, right. They got two of the Brewers best pitchers coming at them, starting pitchers coming at them. So um, yeah, bad game for them overall, wash that one away and they have to come back and, and just try to perform tomorrow. I don't got anything. Any any other nuggets you want to talk about before uh, we do? Who you got? Anything? Uh, ex, you know, 
I, I special just... from Clubhouse chatter? <laughs> I mean, nothing off this game. This is a tough game, right? Like it's it's starting off this three game series against Milwaukee at home. You know, got the team you're looking up at in the standings. Um, this is all. You know, it's their last home series with them before you go to you end the season in Milwaukee. Like this is a game. You know, watching up in the press box, I think this is a two-hour, 18-minute game. It just felt very lifeless from this team. You know, Wade Miley, old friend, um, just kept them pretty much off the board except for the two solo shots throughout the uh, the whole six innings he was in. Uh, I don't know. I, I look at this game, and I'm kind of in the same way. It's like the, the way that the players talk about it. It's like wash it away and, and come back again tomorrow. I think that's all you can do about this game, right? Like people are going to be pissed for sure that they lost this game, but – um, there's not, yeah, there's nothing you can really take from this game. Nick Madrigal played good defense, and that was maybe the biggest positive of the game is, is good defense from Nick Madrigal. So, um, this is just one that you got to watch and wash away and forget about. And, you know, again, Cubs got to come back and execute and perform tomorrow because they, they can't really afford to lose these next two games or even one of these next two games. So they got to, they got to come back and, and try to even the series tomorrow. That's just, a, that's the easiest way to put it. All right, let's take a look at who you got, who we picked for tonight's, who you got uh, championship run, also heading into the final month of the season. I had Mr. Bellinger. I think this is an easy one, folks. Who did you have? Hap. You had Hap, who had a homer. Saya was Brendan, Ryan had Nico, Mm -hmm. and Corey had Dansby. Nobody had Nick Madrigal. Some of us just are really good at manifesting... Ending slumps. That's all I'm saying. That's my that's that's my biggest uh, thing that I've done for the Cubs all season. Credit very, to me. Very nicely done. Credit to Cody. Uh, all Credit right, Ryan, Cody. we'll let you go because we know you got to be back at the ballpark tomorrow. Um, <clears throat> but I do want to tell everybody about and and thanks, Ryan. You can read all of Ryan's stuff at allchgo.com. Make sure you sign up to be a diehard so you don't miss any of that great stuff from Ryan Herrera. He'll be working on an article tonight. Uh, Goose Island is the official beer of CHGO, Chicago's beer since 1988. They have their beer roster of the Goose IPA, the Tropical Beer Hug, 312 Wheat Ale, Full Pocket Pilsner. You never know what might be chugged in the beer bat tomorrow night. I will say that the 312 Wheat Ale was in our golf cart at Cog Hill number 2 There's no, There's more Friday. 312 in the, in the Fresh fridge. Fresh 312, now. chilling yeah. up. Very nice. When they win tomorrow, we do a three-one-two beer bat. We're manifesting it already. Grab ultra fresh brewery exclusive beers at Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or from their tap room that's on Fulton Street in Westtown. Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. And by the way, we're gonna have them at our tailgates. <clears throat> the official CHGO tailgate ticks are ticks. now on sale. Ticks. 20% off for all you diehards out there, so sign up. Exciting info coming about the about the uh, diehard stuff, too. Don't want to give anything away. Corner of Wabash and Cermak is going to be the Bears tailgate this year. We've got a uh, slew of dates coming up. We start right out of the gate. Bears-Packers, first week. Bears-Broncos. Bears-Vikings, I know, is another one. Um, so we have a lot of... This is a great place to tailgate. Fun, fun group that has been in this parking lot for a long time. It's right underneath the L-Tracks. Uh, people bring in RVs and are there every, and then the, you can go around and sample food at other people's places. But man, everybody's going to want to come to the CHGO tailgate because your tickets to the tailgate include Goose Island drinks. All you can handle. 
All you can eat, all you can drink. And then all you can eat from Firewater Barbecue. We got the Packers. We've got the Broncos game, the Vikings game, the uh, Las Vegas game. And then November 9th, the final tailgate, I believe, of the season will be the Panthers game, where that number first-round pick could be anytime you can beat Carolina this year. Knock them down so that pick is even better next year. Got to hope. Got to, got to hope. I said this in pregame, our Bears first Bears take tailgate last year when the weather was nice and yeah. everyone knowing the team was going to be bad. That's the only one I missed. It was against the Texans and we had over just over 200 people there. Week one is against Green Bay. I'm expecting 500 people at least. Five hundo. I'm expecting 500 people week Five one hundred. at the CHGO Bears tailgate, um, where I will be there. Uh, manifesting an MVP season from Justin Fields. And I've been reading the chat with all the Bears slander because someone put in there that that the Bears traded for someone. And I've been reading all your slander. And I'm telling y'all, that's pissing me off more than all your bad Cubs takes. So y'all need to calm down, bro. Calm down. All right. That's that's it. Now things are getting heated. Domendo I still love you all. Vegas, I still love Vegas. you all. I still love you all. But like, come on, man. This, there's a reason for optimism for the Chicago Bears this year. Come on. Unless you're from Wisconsin and you're just trolling. Seven wins. All right. I don't got nothing nice to say to you people from Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, Becky says she hates Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Barb says down <laughs> Green Bay. Water is wet, Becky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, tomorrow, let's win a ball game. Man. Yeah, let's win one on Tuesday no pregame show tomorrow because we're trying to mix it up and change the vibes here. But Cubs will win, and then Cody will break out the beer bat, and things will get back to normal. That's what we're hoping for. Thanks to everybody that joined in the live chat. Make sure you hit the like button, please, before you leave. And make sure you sign up for the uh, CHGO YouTube page, CHGO Sports YouTube page. Look for it so you don't miss any of the live shows. If you like to listen to us in podcast form, we like the five-star reviews, please. please. Five stars. Five stars would be no nice. No more, no less. Five stars. High five. And nice reviews. All right? Some of y'all leave mean reviews. Just be, just be nice. Can't we all just be and nice? And I appreciate the feedback, but, you know, it's okay to be nice, too. That's right. All right? Own a friend and be nice. Yeah. Uh, Cubs lose, but uh, they're still tomorrow. And there's two more games in this series. The good news is the sun up. will rise tomorrow. Sun will rise tomorrow. It's a beautiful uh, <laughs> week for going out to the ballpark, by the way. Yeah. Make sure you join us, though, after the game. Until then, thanks for watching the or listening to the CHGO Cubs podcast. Fly the W.